Hey guys, just giving a quick content warning before you start listening to this podcast. This is about superheroes, so you might be of any age, because superheroes are for people of all ages. But we gave the world access to asking whatever random question about superheroes you can think of. So, the truth is people are perverts. While never dealing with anything explicit in this, there will be swearing in this podcast. There will be occasional anatomy discussions. Uh, sex is a thing that exists in the world of this podcast, even if we're not telling you the down and dirty. So if that's not going to be your thing, that's okay. If it is going to be your thing, you'll probably enjoy yourself. Welcome to Word Balloons with Zach and Tyler. A nerd encyclopedia for the soul. I like that. This is uh, this is our prototype for a new podcast that you're apparently listening to. Uh, it's going to be a little rough as we've never done this before. the The original idea came for this was the original idea for this was originally originally this was going to be a bit for our other podcast. Wow, that was way harder to say than it had any right to be. <laughs> And then our other podcast, we can't seem to get under an hour and a half. Oh, God. We're like, all right, we have like five bits. This is this is just going to be its own thing. Um, the basis of this podcast is the fact that I have a reputation around most of the town at this point of just being a walking nerd encyclopedia. Everyone comes to me to borrow comics or you know, ask questions or just anytime someone wants to talk nerd, they come find me. So we thought we would try and make that entertaining for you. So I'm, for the most part, it's going to be names of characters. I say this, the show is word balloons. So every once in a while, maybe I'll give you a word like chainsword. Oh, and then I would talk about, yeah, the, the basic idea of this is first part of our segment. I am going to be given the name of a character or a superhero team or a city Sh- a ship a ship would be another good one uh and i have to talk about it tell you everything i know we'll hold a short conversation about it tyler has all of the information in front of him i don't know what we're doing all of this is out of the blue if there's ever something that i can't tell you something about if he's like uh the judo master i'm like uh 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 he does judo we'll do a redemption round later where i'll actually research this character place thing whatever and and we'll just sit here and make fun of you for this particular episode yeah, when you mess up. and educate you. We'll pick another character at that point or whatever. Um, for now, we are going to keep this to Marvel and DC characters only. Because when we first started looking at this, the rules got so expansive that it was overwhelming. Like, even just almost 100 years, 80 years of Marvel and DC characters is a really huge list of characters to pick from. True. Oh, Jeez, I can't even. Thousands. I. We could have thousands of episodes based on those two companies alone. The the closest we've done to basic research for this is I sat down, went on Wikipedia, and just listed as many superhero or supervillain teams as I could think of, and clicked on their membership links, or like pages on Wikipedia, and sent Tyler like everyone who's ever been an X-Man, everyone that's ever been one of the Avengers, everyone that's ever been in the Justice League, the I think I got Birds of Prey, the Secret Society of Supervillains, just because there's a bunch of characters being missed that way, but there is hundreds of characters on this list. Um, yeah. And we're going to be using those characters till we get into the swing of things. <laughs> in the meantime, I guess, what's uh, what's my first character here? Your first character is Mist. Mist, like the Starman villain. Like Kyle Nimbus. Uh, villain of of Starman. Kyle would have been the second Mist. He's the, the son of the original. Starman is a book... 
by uh, James Robinson and Tony Harris, which is where he was first introduced. Uh, this one's lucky because Starman's one of my favorite comic book characters. You're giving me a weird look. Am I super wrong here? Sorry, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to make sure that following now. Yeah, he was the second one. Okay. <laughs> uh, the way this was listed showed him as the first weirdly, but it wasn't really the first until you went and read his biography. So yeah. <laughs> um, Starman's one of my favorite books that I, I just read constantly as like a high schooler and it's about the son of a superhero who takes over the job and Kyle was kind of the same idea of the supervillain the mist being one of Starman's big villains and his son takes over the job and then later on his daughter so Kyle's sister takes over the job of being the mist and being this great villain um, after Kyle dies battling Jack Knight who is the best Starman. The Mist is a pretty simple crime boss. His his power is literally that he can turn into mist and then reappear. It's not the world's most useful power, but it makes it really hard to fight him because, well, I'm about to punch you, and then he turns into mist and then, like, reappears later on, but you're, like, a few feet away with guns. But it's not something that you're going to use to really fight someone like Superman. Right. Uh, not for long, anyway. Yeah, Kyle doesn't actually exist for very long because he... Dies fighting Jack Knight, as I said, in the end of the first story arc. So that's... He only ever lasted, like, maybe five issues. I uh, I have very little to be able to add in on Mist. That's okay. There's not much to... But what I can add in... Yeah. ...is that he was portrayed on The Flash by Anthony Kerrigan. Oh. Uh, See, these are things I would not have known. ...who has gone on to be one of the breakout stars of HBO's Barry, where he plays Noho Hank. Cool! <laughs> good, good job, that guy. He is awesome. Um, I can't remember... Um, I can't remember the name of it. He has one of those skin diseases where he can't grow a lot of hair. Alopecia? Not that one. He's oh, had a, something like alopecia? Yeah, something like alopecia. Oh, that'd be really good for a creepy supervillain. Sorry, people with alopecia. Um, yeah. Um, maybe, so, I, maybe I should look it up. And Oh, no, it is a type of alopecia. Okay. <laughs> And thus, you have first experienced our first attempt at what we are currently calling Stump the Band. We'll come up with a better name for it. And I didn't stump you. No, that was... You knew who he was. Uh, no, that's I, I, an I, easy one. But... <laughs> at least for me. Starman. Alright, so if that was the word, Here's let's the get to the balloons. We got questions, gradually, one at a time, coming in from people. Mostly your people. They're weird questions, too. And like, we'll just see if we can answer them and what kind of conversation it might spark. And here's the thing. I get asked these questions all the time. This first one, I have seen come up way more often than I ever thought I would in my life. And I, it's, it's weird. It's kind of like a mall rats question. It's, uh... I have answered it multiple times myself in certain circles. I will say, as I've been asked these questions, as I've been collecting these questions from people, almost all of them are somehow sexual in nature. I will not at any point go pornographic or, like, detailed and stuff, but we will be talking about things like the penis. So here is your warning now. Right. Um, yeah, people are pervs. When you, ask, <laughs> when you tell them to ask questions about comic book characters, it's usually like... Is the thing's dong also made of that same brick? That's not the question for today. No. Now that we have hyped this up, though, hit me uh, with your question. So, Keelick Baker asks, is Wolverine circumcised? <laughs> I knew it was coming, I was still left. Uh, real quick on this one, I do know these questions in advance. I do have time to research these questions. It's not just me having to decide on the spot, because I thought it'd be more interesting this mm -hmm. way. Uh, so, in the process of this... 
I knew the basic answer already, but I ended up researching, like, the history of circumcision. It is apparently one of the oldest medical procedures known to man. It predates writing, and they found evidence for it as far as, like, 15,000 years ago. Oh, shit. And it's, it's weird because circumcision has been found in almost every culture on Earth. It's on every continent they have found evidence of... Of it being Mm -hmm. practiced, which is weird. In some form or another, because not all circumcision is equal either. No, and again, over the course of 15,000 years, there's all sorts of ways it's been done. I did not go into research on that because I wanted to sleep that night. Mm -hmm. Um, But but where it gets interesting, and I mean, people did it for all sorts of reasons. A lot of times it was considered a cleanliness thing, so you don't get stuff trapped. Right. Yeah. Uh, But in America, it took off for an extremely different reason. It took off in the 19th century as a tool to combat masturbation. Oh, did uh, did Mr. Kellogg have anything to this do with this? This is absolutely Mr. Kellogg. Also, there are a couple of really great things that already talk about this guy. Uh, Drunk History does a really funny episode on him, and Adam Ruins Everything does an episode mm. on him. Recommend them both. It is really interesting. Uh, Kellogg's name was John Harvey Kellogg. He lived from 1852 to 1943 uh and as his name implies he was one of the creators of kellogg brand cereal it was him and his brother they were running battle creek sanitarium where people would okay people would go to meditate or you know the 1800s version of meditation control their urges get sane Mm -hmm. whatever you wanted to do uh and this guy was nuts to be entirely honest with you, he was nuts. He was an ex- he he was in fear of masturbation. To be entirely honest with you, he he circumcised himself at the age of thirty seven. Ow! Yeah, like Ow. and he did it to himself so that he only had so much painkiller he could have done. Ow! For that one, uh, him and his wife got married, and on their honeymoon, they wrote a book about the danger of like too much fucking while wedded, like how it was inappropriate to God. These guys, he was a Seventh Day Adventist, which is already pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. And then if I if I read this right, and I could be wrong, he got kicked out of the Seventh Day Adventist for being too hardcore. Gotcha. You have to- work at that at the very least there was a split with the church Mm -hmm. they decided they weren't really affiliated with him possibly his sect but he continued on as a seventh day Adventist, like all the practices um i actually have a quote from him here just because i really want to drive home how crazy the kellogg's guy is this is the entire reason i'm talking about this circulic he he used to advocate circumcising young boys and applying carbolic acid to the woman's clitoris and he advised doing this Without any kind of painkiller. Ow. Yeah. It's a quote here. No. (laughs) A remedy which is almost always successful in small boys is circumcision, especially when there is any degree of phimosis. The operation should be performed by a surgeon without administering an anesthetic, as the brief pain attending the operation will have a salutary effect upon the mind, especially if it's connected with the idea of punishment, as it may well be in some cases. The soreness, which continues for several weeks, interrupts the practice, and if it had not been previously become too firmly fixed, it may be forgotten and not resumed. First off, no. Let's but... let, let's mutilate young children on their bits so they won't touch their bits is 
God, it is so 19th century and terrible. And it's interesting, but it's horrifying. Also, uh, we should bring up that he was friends with, uh, I can't remember if the guy's name was actually Graham, but the guy that came up with Graham Crackers was similarly against yeah, masturbation. Yeah, both of them were, I, I can't think of the word, but it, it's the opposite of aphrodisiac. They were, they were created to curb sexual desire because to the upper class rich people of the 19th century, sex was actively bad in a lot of cases, particularly in America. Britain was a little more free as long as you didn't talk about it too much mm. kind of thing. But but sex took you further from God. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, how does this relate to Wolverine? The, that part, not so much, just other than the fact that it means that circumcision first became big somewhere in the second half of the 19th century, really. Like, Kellogg is really the reason it took off. Most likely he wouldn't have been circumcised in the first place is what you're getting at? yes. Wolverine was born in 1880, somewhere between 1882 and 1885 in Cold Lake, Alberta, Canada, which means it was relatively early in this craze in rural northern Canada. Now, as someone who grew up, not in rural northern Canada, but in the rural sticks, crazes don't catch on as fast. Yeah, and especially this is before... And we had the internet. Yeah, (laughs) you had the internet. This is before the telephone. This is... Uh, or I think before the telephone. I'm not sure. 19- it would have been clo- it would have been before it was widely adapted. Yeah, 19th especially cent- in that area. Late 19th century history is not my forte here, but it's an interesting time of mm-hmm. the world. So the likeliness that Wolverine would have been circumcised is extremely small. The other question that I had asked to me when we first talked about this was. When his healing factor kicked in, or like, would his healing factor have fixed it? The answer is no. The healing factor, the mutant powers don't activate generally until you're about a teenager. Uh, we have another question down the line where I'll answer that in a little more mm-hmm. detail. Uh, and also, it seems like existing injuries stay. It's part of the reason why Deadpool is so gross looking was part of his healing factor couldn't fix that Mm -hmm. just for the sake of completeness of research here deadpool is not actually a mutant he his powers are given to him as opposed to born with them like wolverine was so it might not work exactly the same but i never saw anything that implied that wolverine like never had any scars of any kind that's true he's never i mean he lived a rough enough life though that i feel like you'd notice scars at some point that's true so the answer is unclear but probably not as best as we can guess that like the healing factor probably doesn't fix stuff that happened before probably well so the thing that i've always come back to on this wolverine problem is that (laughs) i love that this is an ongoing wolverine problem it might not fix things that happened before but Wolverine's been screwed up to the point where he's probably had to completely regrow the bottom half of his body from scratch. In Civil War, he's burned to a skeleton by a nuclear bomb, or in the Civil War side Wolverine story, and he comes back from that. Like, And let's be honest, Sabretooth is an asshole. He's probably cut off Wolverine's penis before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, just in the battles he's been in, he's probably had it, like, shot off before. Oh, God, that healing factor is really horrifying if you think about it at all. Yeah. It's a great ability, but it's terrifying. And the only way I could see it coming back, like if there was something there and it still comes back based on, I don't know, the mental image he has of himself. Oh, that could actually explain it. That's Then there's a good chance with all of the memory blocks that Wolverine has had at different times, it could kind of go either way. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, to answer your question, Keelik, no, 
We don't think so, based off the history of circumcision and based off the history of Wolverine. Just the chances is really small that he is actually circumcised. Yeah, I, my best bet is even if he was, at some point he had it blown off and had to regrow it while he had memory blocks in. And so he just, even if he was Whatever. cut before, now he's uncut. <laughs> <laughs> On this really charming way to end, thanks for listening to our very rough prototype episode of Word Balloons. I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. We're a product of the Earworm Network. We kind of went on two different ways there for a sec, sorry. Uh, you can check us out on Earworm. Uh, check out other podcasts. Please uh, hit subscribe. Yeah. Thanks to Stephen Gade, who is our editor. Thank you. Yeah. Big and, thanks for me. <laughs> thanks for Tyler not having to be the editor anymore. Uh, but yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>Hey there, listener. This is your editor and stowaway, Stephen. Wanted to give a very special thank you to Ian Ford for letting us use their song Tracks as our theme song. To hear more of their music, you can check them out on SoundCloud.